1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Loud and Local with Kevin Deers on The Rock. 99.9 KISW.
0: Back here on Loud and Local. It's 99.9 KISW. The end of the weekend. Kind of a bummer, but at least we have uh, two hours of Northwest music to, to enjoy to end this weekend. So first off, I have a band in studio by the name of The Helm, otherwise known as Das Helm. Uh, it, we got Tim, we got Jeffrey in studio right now. How's hey, it going, guys? Hey, friends. What's happening? How you doing? Doing good, man. I've had, both, for us. had both of you guys in studio before. Uh, Jeffrey with Post Boredom and Big Truck. And then, obviously, t- Tim uh, did his vocals in a band called Earth Control, formerly known as Owen Hart. Had you on uh, Metal Shop a couple times.
2: Yes, Owen Hart. Owen Hart is
3: dead. Long live Owen Hart.
0: But Earth Control lives on. Forever.
3: I'm digging this
0: facility. Like a phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. Oh, the new spot. Yes, we love it. It's nice. Hooked you yes. up with a couple beers. All the uh, amenities. Yes. Uh, yeah.
3: Latte, all that. That kitchen is incredible.
0: This is the wonders of, of, of big-time radio, guys. So uh, welcome to the studio. I uh, was going <laughs> to ask you guys, uh, let's get a little back history of the helm. I know that there's been... Uh, you know, a little bit of a lineup change in 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 a way. Uh, why don't we give a little back history? What, yeah. When true. did the helm form? Except, the oh, two thousand four. I think we <laughs> wow fourteen years.
2: Yes, at least we were going to shows. Bob and some other folks who are no longer in the band. Kind of caught up at shows. We're looking to do something heavy, something fast. Unhinged, pissed. You know, being from the northwest, to kind of fit and. You know, serendipitously, we all came together and wrote some excellent music. Yeah. And you know, we've we've had a few different members, but I think the the core idea of the band itself has kind of remains. You know, with some people
3: adding. Yeah, um, I actually saw them play in California. Oh, that's awesome! Two thousand, two um, thousand-ish. <laughs> <2000-ish. laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, a long time ago. It was uh, with Iron Lung and uh, Graff Orlock and Camadre at. The Unitarian Church,
0: church. and it was your dream to come up here and and become the. We talked that. Well, I just uh, you know I moved up
3: here. uh, I moved up here 2006, and then hooked up with Tim, and then. uh, Well, that's not literally we talk about. No, we we don't have to talk about that. No, we got to be open, open, open lines of communication. (laughs) Yeah, we hooked up. You know, but uh, um joined the band, played the songs and then we went on a tour for 5 weeks uh right out of the gate all corners of the country That's right awesome out of, the gate man uh it was wild yeah weird experience, <laughs> weird experiences but uh it was great and then a year later went on a tour of the US again and it was better it was we shed some members <laughs> we had some breakups we had some uh, rocky roads some We never we never fought though
2: well, we oh. would never fight ever. I mean, I mean Jeffrey and so I—you were, were on one we're, team, and the other guys—we've snuggled. You know, when you snuggle with someone, you know, skin on skin. Yeah. You mm. know, when you have a child and you put them against your skin, you know, Is Jeffrey warm, your child. He's no, no, no. We're You're just his we're child. symbiotic life partners. Oh, Okay, cool. You know, I think that's a good <laughs> way to. We're missing. Je- uh, we're missing uh, Tony Wolf. Yeah, I will say that Tony Wolf, our bass player, also plays guitar in Earth Control. He's also in Mortiferum, an amazing metal band from the Northwest. Shout out. Uh, check him out, but he's not here right now because he's literally on the peninsula on property that he owns, where he's got no communication. So when I've he goes there, pictures. He's out there. He's building stuff. It's wild. You can't get a hold of him. So That's we tried awesome. to get a hold. I mean, we you were know, like smoke signals. Got the carry pigeons out. Couldn't get. get couldn't best, get to him.
3: Best day uh, of last summer, 2017, was at the property. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, every, every summer, canoeing, ziplining. Yeah, his property's on the ocean. <laughs> doing,
2: doing stuff so huh? adult stuff happening just you know it was a good reconnecting release. with nature
3: and with you know the the uh, the other levels of consciousness so you know, Tony say. Tony joined the band two thousand ten just to help out with a tour that we were going on with earth control and uh, or was Roll that his his own hurt? heart I think he was before, but that was the first tour that he was with us he was helping us out so nice. he was helping us out and he's been helping us out for the past eight years every day
2: every day my and, uh, uh, it's
3: yeah, always a good time. I think the band uh, exists as a vehicle also since we're getting older. You know, real life Shut is up, going on. Not. That Who's getting older? I doubt it. I'm getting older in my back. <laughs> um, my You know, it's, I, I look forward to when we can make practice happen. There you go. It's I, tough, man.
0: T-Ball's on Tuesdays. It's a chance to bro it down. It is.
2: It's a vehicle for friendship, and we also produce music and express ourselves artistically. Yeah, it's taken
3: us about a decade to write five songs. <laughs>
0: Close, we're getting there. we got two new ones
3: coming.
0: Uh, we're talking to the helm tonight here on Loud and Local. We're going to be playing some music from them, but uh, I, I was kind of curious. Both of these guys have been active in music, in projects, not just the helm, but uh, they've they've also kind of grew up in in the respective music scenes. Now, I was going to ask you guys, now this might be a bit embarrassing, but don't be embarrassed. <laughs> I want to know, full disclosure, this could be embarrassing. What's the first tape, CD, or record you bought with your own money? Oh, with my own money. Ooh. Yes, your own money. Not a present, not a hand-me-down, your own personal album of choice. CD, because um, I used to
3: like mow lawns yeah, and of uh, course. wash cars and all that. The first CD I ever bought with my own money was like a The Clash, like a collection of nice. songs okay. from like 77 you know, into the early 80s, and I didn't want to listen to that stuff from the early 80s because yeah. it was getting experimental, and they were adding... Sandinista, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, I don't want to listen to that stuff. Yeah. Um, probably first Class. tape I ever bought. Um, first tape I ever got was the Black Album nice. when I was, like, in the fifth Shut grade. Up. I think the first tape I ever bought with my own money was, like, Weight by the Rollins Band.
2: Okay, wow. And right. you are in deep from the beginning. Yeah, you were getting heavy, man. First tape I ever bought was a Black album. The day it came out, nice. I was waiting for it, <laughs> really. Literally waiting in line at at Camelot in Oklahoma City. That's awesome. Waiting to get that tape, and when I heard it, it just blew my mind. I used to do. I used. To, I was a swimmer. I like. I was a great not,
0: smuggler. I like that you're not trying to like rewrite history and say like, oh, Black album sucks. I only like the first four. I didn't. I didn't hear about the other Metallica
2: records. It's much, much later, like an embarrassing amount later. And then when I heard them. I, w- I blew my mind. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is the old Metallica? I thought the black album was it. like, nah. No. I was tripping. It's, it's tripping. better it's
3: better now when you really listen to it. I the don't doubt it. Not as a 10 It's a rock kid. record. Yeah, it's a record. It's great like a metallic rock, re- rock record. Absolutely. You know,
2: just you gotta give it its due. Uh the God that I mean, failed
3: I hate though, it. is a killer, killer jam. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's great.
0: So we're going to play uh, some music by The Helm. This one is uh, Daymare. It's actually, we're, we kind of spliced an intro from the album. The album is actually, uh, it's called Symptoms Come to Light. It's uh, released mm-hmm. in 2015. You can find it on the, uh, the helm.bandcamp.com, I believe. It's yep. uh, Das Helm. Das Helm.bandcamp.com. Yeah. And uh, is there anything you guys want to say about this song? Uh Oh...
3: Wrote it a long
2: time ago. Symptoms a, Come to Light, yeah. It's a whole The uh, whole day-mare. record is just about uh, Daymares, yeah. Well, Daymare's Symptoms Come to Light, it's yeah. the, it's from that track. Uh, and it's just about what the title is. Just all these things inside of us that over time come to light, you know, as the years progress and have, as things progress and as, you know, the atmosphere becomes worse as it seems to be lately. So it's uh, the symptom.
3: Yeah, well, part of it is just like you're – your, your your worst dreams coming true
0: <laughs> Imagine that we got the helm in studio right now We're going to listen to some music And then we'll get back with them If you uh, want to talk to the band 206-421-RAW Let's do it Northwest is known for heavy music, and we've got one of the heaviest of those heavy bands in studio now. We're talking to the Helm. It's uh, loud and local here on ninety-nine point nine KISW. Question: Can you name that background song?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Typo negative.
2: Not a big fan. All right,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. Big fan. Anyways, uh, the Helm in studio oh, now. Over exactly. Uh, doshelm.bandcamp.com yes Peter steel. steel man. check out his playgirl R. I. R. I. R. While listening to the hell, uh, so you guys recorded that record. Uh, the symptoms come to light. That was the title track from that album. You recorded it at Witch Ape Studios with Tad, one of the heaviest heavy dudes in the Northwest. And I'm talking; he is a large man, and he is in charge. He's been up here in studio before with his band, uh, Brothers of the Sonic Cloth. A lot of love out to uh, Tad. But what was it like working with a uh, with a dude that's just known for that like heavy, visceral sound? Correct.
2: It was the most relaxed, rela- huh? Oh, my. It was, he was relaxed. It was in his house, so he, he led us into his domicile, showed us the place, and yeah. him and Peg were there, and man, they just made us food.
1: That's yeah. some of the best oh, fish uh, I've ever had there. That's awesome.
3: Peg was actually at work. Well, she was fixing gas, though. She was fixing around. gas lines. Yeah. Just working hard. He was Coming so, home. He was, like, so he was ex- hot. He was so excited when she got home, though. That's it was, awesome. yeah. Well, the record
2: itself is—it's a lot different than some of our other releases. So sure. He sort of walked us through getting through some of that fear of just letting things ring out, letting things play. Yeah. Having absence be what fills, you know, because I think some of our
3: other records, it was fast and punishing and just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Next riff, next riff. We, right. we definitely loosened up for this record, and I—I I, uh, I personally approach this record like an art project. Cool. I told Tim and Tony like I wanted to put the record out with my own money, which I did, which was a lot of money. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> um, you know, I still have about a case of records in my basement. But so hit them up if you want one. But well, they're hand screened too. Hand hand screened every yep. record. Every, that's and gorgeous. They were one one sided LPs and hand screen those. Hand screen the layouts, the packaging. Artwork,
2: yeah, the it was a pictures.
0: lot of. That's very DIY. It is. It is. And
2: we we've had the fortune of working with people to help us do some other records, and I think with this record, we really wanted to just get back to doing everything ourselves. That's cool. It was. It was great. And you know, Jeffrey at the helm. <laughs> Jeffrey
3: at the helm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was, he's it was man. a.
3: It was. It was a daunting task. Just scoring, um, scoring cardstock, printing it, packaging it, like just all by hand, like. It just made me respect like like Discord that yeah. much more yeah. because those guys literally printed and hand packaged yeah. thousands of LPs when they were kids. Yeah, late night pizza party. Yeah, with water only, <laughs> putting the records together. Yeah.
0: So so we were mentioning Tad. Obviously, he's a uh, you know a huge part of Northwest music with his band. Uh, and I wanted to ask you guys, kind of pick your brain. And I had to uh, t- 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 kind of throw it out there. There's a lot of Northwest bands that are very influential, I'm sure, to your guys' uh, musical mm-hmm. uh, tastes and whatever. Uh, what's your top three Northwest bands of all time? Uh, and this uh, is, uh, you know, bands that may be broken up, bands that you, yeah. you know, maybe didn't even mm-hmm. leave that much of a mark in the, in the entire scene, but what means the most to you? Most impact. Uh, Jeffrey. Let's start with you, Jeffrey.
3: I, uh, Jeffrey, will go. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I would have to say Soundgarden because um, mm. Super Unknown R. is R. Also, Chris Cornell. Uh, Superunknown was one of the first cassettes I also got, but, you know, when I was a kid and would listen to it on my Walkman when I would walk home from school. Um, so that that was a pretty profound album, and yeah, Chris Cornell. I mean, you know, he was known as the voice.
1: Yeah,
0: incredible voice. Oh. Yeah, uh, oh, that 30. that
3: record. I mean, Fourth, the of, guitar, fourth of July so is just heavy. one oh, of the heaviest. I wanted to cover that. Actually, Thou's cover of that Thou covered it. is a, um, just a
2: masterpiece.
3: And then, uh, just because I carp, yeah, yes. uh, Lacey's finest carp. Carp is still incredible. I mean, they have a song called Rowdy, which was like recorded right at the end of their. Their career as a band, and it just still blows my mind. Like it's a, so- I, I'll listen to that song in the showers still. Yeah, um, yeah, that self titled LP by Carp is just flawless. Ridiculous. And then um, uh, the Sonics.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go.
3: <laughs> you? Yeah, I mean, all the way back. I mean, the Tacoma. What's the, up? The the original D beat band, <laughs> the original Tacoma punks. <laughs> That's
2: uh,
0: the awesome.
3: Sonics. The Sonics are. I just still listen to them, and I'm like, they're playing that stuff in. Oh, yeah. 66, 67 Or earlier and it was
1: That's punk. I
3: mean, they're was. They were just wailing oh, and yeah, they were just wild. They had the fuzz, they yep. just had it all and I'm always just like I just wish I was in the Sonics. But now <laughs> cuz it's still it's it's they're incredible.
0: So just what wild. was it? Soundgarden Carp and the Sonics. That's Man. a good. That's a good three. Uh, that's a good trio. Tim, what do you that's got? That's good.
2: You know, also being from some uh, someone who didn't move to the Northwest. I think we moved here in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I was in the military. Um, not being from the Northwest. Sure. The first band I will say is Nirvana. Yes. I lived in Oklahoma City in the the Midwest. Yeah. And it was dreary and terrible and miserable and nothing encapsulated that more than Nirvana. Yes. It. I mean. And. Not even the records like this is we're talking about like the B side singles, mm-hmm. you know. So the B side singles of, of Team Spirit and In Bloom, and so you're getting all those. You're getting sappy. You're getting I hate myself and I want to die. And they were which just loud. They were just I could I could feel like how sad they were, and yeah. I know that sounds terrible, but I could feel it from you know being yeah. a kid. In Oklahoma at the time. And they I remember... that
0: translated that, mus- that tr- uh, feeling very well through the music. I remember 1994,
2: being on a bus, going to school in the morning, and hearing over the radio, because the bus driver was sweet, was cool, used to listen to rock. He was like, oh, Kurt and kill himself. And I was just devastated, going yeah. to school, just trudging school, like, oh, Nirvana is done. This is the worst. So they were the most influential bands, like, period, at the time. And, you know, here I am in the Northwest, still rapping them hard, so... Definitely Nirvana, number one. Number two, I'm going to steal Jeffrey's Thunder here because as well as being in in the Midwest, another Northwest band that caught my ear because of the sound, because of just the angst coming out of Chris Cornell was Soundgarden. Soundgarden was – I don't want to say it was like the CCR – of my time. That's good. But that sound, that vocal, yes. I just... He would scream in the gravelness. It just it grabbed me and it just shook me. And, you know, Super Noah was incredible. You know, that's the first record I heard. You know, you're going back, listening mm-hmm. to Bad Motor. You know, the Rusty Cage. You know, there's some jamming tracks older, but just the time. Bam, that one hit me. 94. 94 was a, is a big year for me. Like mm-hmm. musical explosion. So definitely, definitely Soundgarden. And then... I got a little sneaker in there. I got a sneaker because when we moved here, it was at uh, Fort Lewis McCord Air Force Base. And so I went to high school at Clover Park. And this was around the time that Botch was playing Ah, Lake City Community Center in Lakewood. Now, they were a little bit older, but uh, someone's little brother was playing in an awesome three-piece band called Harkonnen. And Harkonnen absolutely destroyed Lakewood in Tacoma. Yeah, And so I will say that one of my... Most influential Northwest bands to this day is Harkonnen. The sound translates. If you go and listen to that first full self-titled LP, today it sounds like a record that will come the out on and records? smash. Oh, Wreckage Records, self-titled. Uh, so
3: that you realize Harkonnen, you just put
0: Harkonnen up there with Nirvana and Soundgarden. That's well, awesome.
3: That, that record, though.
0: Um, Catching
2: Cold, listen to that song. That is timeless. That is a timeless riff. That will smash your brains until infinity. Uh, I like it. Oh man! I
3: will, I will say, I will say though, in you know when I was just knee deep and just hardcore, hardcore,
1: hardcore, deep, and then I, just wading through it, just wading uh, you know, through I hardcore.
3: Discovered bands like Harkonnen who were kind of incorporating that like touch and go records vibe because. Um, you know, they were very into, like, Jesus Lizard and Scratch yeah. Acid. I didn't even hear those bands. I
2: was, Harkonnen was my introduction
0: to, to those bands. I always I
3: considered Harkonnen like a noise core band.
2: I was in high school. I didn't know, I didn't know nothing.
3: And then Harkonnen just, just oh.
2: What was Ridiculous. that again? What was that? I I can't was I can't recreate it
0: kind of like Aqualung, you know. Well, yeah, we're talking to the helm <laughs> right here <laughs> on Loud and Local. We're going to get into a couple songs uh Boarded Up and then uh, Vacant Lot. Is there anything you guys want to say about these? I think they were you said they were on separate albums but they were written together? Yes,
3: yes. So uh Boarded Up is the last track on the Home LP mm-hmm. which um our friend Ryan who now lives in Portland but he was operating out of Syracuse, New York. Uh Hex Records. Cool. So he uh he put out that full length and yeah, it ends with a riff and it's heavy and cool. And then <laughs> the beginning of Symptoms Come to Light begins with the same heavy and cool riff. Yeah, but swished but, around a tiny bit. Yeah. I like yeah, it. Yeah. So it's it's part of the uh I, I guess the uh the collection. It's the doorway into the next record that
2: I sort of planned out years ahead. So boarded up, talking about housing. It was right around the time of the crash, 2008. In Tacoma specifically, all these houses were getting bought up and people were getting thrown out on their house. And and, and then Vacant Lot is just another portion of that that we wrote years later, which was still really impactful, especially in Tacoma. So the two songs coming together with like six years in between – it uh, Just
0: kind of brings the records together all right we 'll get into them right now it 's the helm we 'll be back with more from them in just a few it 's uh, boarded up in vacant lot by the helm do, on loud do, and local do, 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 <laughs>
1: KISW.
0: Can you name this song? Stone Cold, yeah. sixteen, Stone Cold's theme music. There you go. When the glass, when the glass shatters it's your ass, we got the Helm in studio right now. Dos Dude, Helm, Bone da-
3: Thugs and E forty. That's gonna That's be a gonna good be show. Jj bad?
0: Doshelm.bandcamp.com is where you can hear more of them. Pick up uh, their album, Support, Good, Northwest, Heaviness. Uh, Thanks for coming into the studio, guys. We're going to play another song from you guys, but uh, we were talking off air. You guys are actually working on new material right now? Or, uh, sorry, uh, recording new material right now.
2: recorded new stuff right now, yeah. Two songs with uh, our friend Aaron Lanford. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Shout out to Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. It sounds incredible. That's awesome. Still have to do vocals, but with the three of us doing it, it's about placement and how yeah. we can do it live. I I don't like to do stuff in the studio that we can't produce live. I think that's one of the things that keeps yeah. punk fun and interesting <laughs> is, you know, if it's like a studio sound and you've got all these sounds of crashes and bangs and this and that, and then when you play live, it's like, oh, that's nothing like the record. I think it kind of takes away from, you know, just the aggressiveness of it, so...
0: So you got you mentioned that punk. Like would you say that you guys still uh, would would identify with punk rock?
3: Um well, yeah. Um I don't think I mean it's not I mean, you're, on you're, my it's not on my player as much these days sure. because uh you know, finding the spirit of the seventies, you know, chill chill zone music right now. But uh yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Jeffrey likes acid rock.
3: It's still He does. It's still yeah. a part of my way of life, uh, because of of punk music and yeah. uh, being a punk rocker and all that stuff.
0: Um, do it yourself. Just the DIY spirit. Yeah, just yeah. DIY. That kind of I, an awkward question. I, I just no, kinda... that's no, perfect. not at all. It's uh, hard it,
2: to answer because it's, it's all encompassing. It's I like mean, a core value of who you are.
3: You know, yourself. You know, especially when you find yourself at that age where um, you still find yourself in the stubbornness of. Your day to day life, like oh, you know, I'm still going to ride my bicycle um, instead of
1: how dare driving you? around
3: a car or how uh, dare you or taking the bus or you know eating out of bus bins, <laughs> or, dumpster diving, you know, like st- stuff like that. Buying used things, it's, it's still thrilling. Sure. freestyle and I, you know, that fixing was fixing it yourself. That that was I discovered that through punk.
0: That's awesome.
3: I, I don't know if I am a punk. You know, I don't know what that is anymore. You're but you're such
1: a punk. up the punks, Jeffrey. Up the punks.
3: I, yeah, it's still it's still fun. But you know, when you get you can older, fix plumbing you're musical, and drywall. You're a fucking punk. Your 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 musical interests change, but you know, it's still punk. Whatever. So rock man, and roll. Do it yourself.
0: Exactly. So this uh, new recordings are they going to be part of an LP, uh, part of an EP, EP, or? EP, cool. Yeah, right on. And uh, look forward to that very much. So, is there uh, any words of advice you'd give to uh, someone who might be listening right now, is trying to get active and, uh, you know, maybe start a band? Um,
3: yeah, totally. Do it. Uh, start a band. Start a band. Uh, don't ever stop. Don't don't worry about what instruments you're playing. Just you know, find the chord. Um, find the note. Um, put yourself you know, out there. You're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna sound the greatest, but just. You know, Put your soul into it and play hard, and people will notice. Yeah, put yourself out there. The thing about punk
2: is it is vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's vulnerable to do things yourself because you have no idea what you're doing. It's vulnerable to play music that you don't know how to play. It's vulnerable to say and express things that you've never told anybody. And there's no better venue, there's no better way to do that through this – type of music and through this style of music and to even classify it like punk is silly because you're just playing music Mm -hmm. and, and and who you are and what you do and what you're about comes through you and if and if that is what it falls under then so be it but no no genres no labels no nothing you play the music that you feel don't be afraid to play something crazy don't be afraid to pick up an a crazy instrument do whatever I mean punk is about doing whatever you want to do and that, that's the that's the crux of it. I I will that's say awesome.
3: this too is that um you know uh, you know I'm speaking to like the kids, you know, gramps over the here. Kids. But um you know oh, like yeah, yeah. check out check yeah, yeah. But, seriously check out like where music began. You know, like you know, YouTube is there. Um what's AMK, uh what's it called? Uh Spotify. Yeah. And, you know, everything is there, like old blues music, 60s revolution music. Like, that's where aggressive music came from. That's where um, pissed off singers and artists came from was, you know, that time period. And I'm just saying.
0: Do some homework.
3: (laughs) Do some homework on the music that you like where your influences, influences, influences came from. Absolutely.
0: I like that. Awesome. Some words of advice from the helm, and uh, they're going to be recording, or they are working on recording some new music, so we'll keep you updated on that. And uh, when that uh, releases, maybe we'll have them up again. Uh, We got year of bad news. Anything you want to say about that before we let it rip? Uh,
3: Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Every day is just some bad news. This is a year of bad news currently. 2018.
0: I hear you. Well,. Let's just let it play. There's nothing else we can say about that. You know what I'm talking about. You read the news. You watch TV. It's the helm on Loud and Local.